Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sicha. We are in Parshas Tetzava. Today is Yudalad Adar Aleph, Purim Katan. And uh, we're really excited to get learning going into Shabbat. Going to give some tzedakah. And invite everyone and all our listeners to give tzedakah too. Today is tzedakah shemekarevis ashagi'ula. And Mr. Spiro, thank you so much for teaching us today. You take it away. Thank you, Ati. I'm so excited to be doing the Sicha, following the schedule of Project Lekote Sichais. We're going to be doing Chelek Chaf Aleph um, on page 181. And of course, on Perm Katan, um, the Maimur of Atatatava comes to our minds, our hearts, and the whole theme of the Maimur, as we all know, is the Nasi, the connection that we have with the Nasi, and the Sicha also highlights the connection that we have with the Nasi. So I think everyone's going to really love it. Um, and it's just so apropos in the time that we live in, a time of how important it is for us to stand together as a Jewish people, one unified Jewish people. And the key for us to be able to do that is our relationship that we have with the Nasi. Okay. The Parshan Unzer Sedra Fanasias Ulavishas Bigte Kohuna, Far Endik Sich Mitten Anzang. So the section in this week's Parsha, which speaks about making and then dressing <coughs> the Kaihanim in the clothing of Kohuna ends with the following Pasuk. Vahayu al Aharain Vialbanov, and this clothing shall be upon Aharain and his sons. Bivayam al Ayalmayed when they come into Ayalmayed, Ay Bigashtim Elhamizbeach, or when they approach the Mizbeach, Lasharis to serve Bakaidesh in the holy place. Vilayisu Avain, and they shall not carry a sin, Vamesu and pass away. So Rashi brings down as Rashi Matik Kambar to Vamesu. When is Mafarish Halamadata, here we learn the Misa, that one who serves as a Kahin, like lacking one of the items of clothing, that person could pass away. So <clears throat> come along the Mafarshim on Rashi and ask. This is not the first time that we have Rashi talking about the idea that if someone is missing one of the items of clothing, when they serve as a kahin, then they are high of Misa. So we're trying to understand why Rashi is bringing it again. Fregen mefarshim, light perish Rashi, hatman shayin friyir based on the way Rashi explains the psukim, we already learned this idea that someone who is lacking one of the items of clothing is high of Misa. Because the Pasuk says, just a few seconds before this one, Vahaya al Arain, and this clothing shall be upon Arain, Lasharis as service, and Nishma Kailai, and his voice should be heard, Bavaya al Hakadesh, when he goes into the holy place, Lifne Hashem before Hashem. Um, it's specifically referencing the Me'il, which made noise as it moved, so you could actually hear Arain going back and forth. Ubitseisai, um, and when he would go out, Vilayamus, and he will not die. So Rashi stops on the words, and he will not die. Vilayamus, Mikla Lav, From the negative, you learn the positive. Im Misa, and if he does have the clothing, he will not be Chayav Misa. Ha Im Echad Menabgadim, but if he's lacking one of the items of the clothing, then Chayav Misa Shamayim, then he would be. Um, Chayv Misa from heaven. So why do we again have to have Rashi repeat the whole thing all over again? For us, Darfman Nachamo Lozen Hedin Din. Why do we have to have Rashi come again here and tell us the Din that if a person, if a Kayin is lacking one of a, one of his items of clothing, then he is Chayv Misa. And the Rebbe goes through a bunch of different explanations, bringing other Mefarshim of Rashi and how they explain the difference. 
basically our question is, we have two psukim, in both psukim, Rashi learns out the din that a kohen who's lacking one of his items of clothing is high of misa. Why does Rashi need to bring it twice? Is there a difference between the first time and the second time? What is the difference between them? And why does Rashi need to be repeating it a second time? What's the difference between the first and the second time that Rashi needs to be repeating it a second time? So after going through many possible explanations and many possible contrasts and many possible different ideas, the other bottom line comes down to that the first one is uh, focused specifically on Arain as a kind Gadol and his clothing specifically. And then the second one, but it still, of course, teaches us the general idea of going into um, into the base of Mikdash, lacking one of the items of clothing. And the second one is talking about the general kaihanim going to serve. So the way that we come down to it is there is walking in the area of the oil Mayed, just entering that section. There's one issue there. The second issue is if a person goes to do the service, if a kaihan goes to go do the service, not in the oil Mayed, but out in the courtyard um, on the Mizbeach or anything like that, then he also has to be wearing the clothing. So there's just being there, just walking into the space, and then there is doing the service. So those are two separate issues, and then there's also going to be the differentiation between the different types of clothing. So let's focus in first on this idea of the different types of clothing. And let's jump ahead to... Um, Ice Vav on page 185. So the Rebbe explains that from the eight items of clothing that the Kayin Gadol wore, four of them are similar to a regular Kayin, and then there's like his four special items. From his four special items, three of them have a unique purpose that doesn't only have to do with um, doing the service in the Beis HaMikdash, but actually just has to do with him wearing those items. In other words, just by wearing the item and walking around in the area of the Beis HaMikdash or in the area of the Ayal Mayed, wearing those items, the actual wearing of the garments already make an impact, already make a statement. So let's see these three items of clothing of the Kayin Gadol and how just, the, just their very existence, just the fact that the Kayin is wearing them, that itself already does something. So that's what we're going to focus on right now. And we're going to do it in Aisvav. Um, the second paragraph of Aisvav is where I'm going to start from. By D. Drai Begadim, by the three garments of the Me'il, Sorry, the chayshen, the aphid, and the meil. The chayshen, the breastplate. The aphid is like the apron that the breastplate was on. And then the meil is the long special coat that the kaingalda wore. So these three have a special inyan. Gefintmen in Pasuk and Inyam Yuchad, we find that when the Pesukim describe these three items of clothing, it describes something special about them. And what is that? At the end of the command connected to these three garments, is their pasuk meisif? The pasuk adds, "Dem teichin from their Indian and uftu." The the purpose or the goal or the content of what this specific garment represents. So starting first with the ephod, the sim hatzivay of meisah ephod. At the end of the command to make the ephod, it says, top of the second column, page 185, the samta es shtei ha'avanim al And you should put the two stones on the shoulder areas of this apron. And what are these two stones? They are Avne Zikarain the Bnei Yisrael. They are stones that um, remember Bnei Yisrael, right? They're of remembrance of the Jewish people. Venasa Aharain Eshmaisam Lefnei Hashem. And Aharain, by wearing it, carries their names before Hashem. 
al shtei katafav on his two shoulders, the sikarin, as a remembrance. So the actual ephod had these two stones, and on the stones was actually inscribed the names of the shvatim, the names of the Jewish people. And so just by Aaron wearing the garment and carrying it around upon himself in the holy air of the Besamekdash, he was bringing the Jewish people to a state of remembrance before Hashem. So what we see here is just actually wearing the ephod already accomplished something. Now let's see how we find that by the Cheshem. By Mseem Fonsiva HaLacheshem. What does it say at the end of the command about the Cheshem? So there the Pasuk says a, a similar idea. The Nasa Arain, Arain carries it, meaning just by wearing it, Eshmeis B'nei Yisrael, the names of the Jewish people, B'cheshen HaMishpat, on the Cheshen HaMishpat. And that Cheshen HaMishpat was Alibay, was on his heart. B'vaya Alakaydash, when he walked into the holy space, and just by carrying the names of the Jewish people on the stones of the Chesha Mishpat upon Aaron's heart, that itself was L'zikarein L'fnei Hashem Tamid, that the Jewish people are then remembered before Hashem constantly. Or as the, the, another Pasuk says, V'nasa Aaron is Mishpat B'nei Yisrael, Alibai L'fnei Hashem Tamid, Aaron carries the Jewish people upon his heart before Hashem constantly. So here we see that, again, with the Cheshem, similar to the Ephi, that just by wearing the Cheshen in the holy space, that itself was already an accomplishment, that Aaron brought the remembrance of the Jewish people constantly before Hashem. And what do we find when it comes to the Me'il? On Besim from Parsha Me'il, at the end of the section about the Me'il, it says, V'haya al Aaron, it should just be on Aaron. In other words, just by him wearing it, L'sharez in his service, V'nishma Kailai, its sound was heard, Bavaya al Hakaidesh, when he would just come into the holy place, Lifne Hashem before Hashem, Ubitsaim when he would go out. In other words, there's something that the Me'il accomplished, that the sounds of the ringing of the bells were heard. The you know, the bottom bells and pomegranates were heard, just by him going in and out of the holy area. So what we see here is that these three begadim have a connection just with Aaron walking in wearing those garments. Thus haste, their inyunumchuvan for dibigadin is farbundin mitarknisabovad. The goal, the purpose of these three garments specifically, is connected just to their very going in. Medemalain vas Aaron Kumtlifne Hashem, just by Aaron standing in the presence of the Abishtar, Ankitan and Ati Bigadim, dressed in these three unique items, Tutsichufa Paula accomplishes accomplishes something. What does it accomplish? The Jewish people should be remembered, the, the Yiddin's names are upon Aaron's heart. The sound of the of the of the garment should be heard before the before Hashem in the holy place. So each one of these garments just accomplish something just by Aaron wearing them and walking into the space. However, when it comes to the other garments, the other garments are more connected to Sherus, are more connected to the service of the Kaihanim. When a Kaihan goes up onto the Mizbeach and is bringing a Karban and doing his service, he needs to be wearing appropriate clothing that go together with the service. So the way that the Rebbe is dividing this up is that there was two different roles of what the Kaihan Gadol had to do. One role is that he literally wears certain garments and just walks in the holy space. He walks in just by entering into the holy space wearing these garments. He hasn't yet done anything. He hasn't brought a car, but he hasn't brought tires. He hasn't done a thing. Just by being there wearing these items, that's already something that gets accomplished. The second Indian second is the Shavas. The second Indian is the service. So this is the difference between the two psukim. 
in the, the Pasuk that the Rebbe first quoted, which is actually the second Pasuk, um, there that's referring to the service of the Kaihanim. When a Kayin goes to serve, he needs to be wearing his begadim, and if he's not wearing his begadim, then he would be, if he's missing even one of them, then he would be high of Misa. What's the issue here? Not so much that the Begad itself accomplishes something, but that the Begad is needed for the proper service to happen. In order for the service to be done right, he needs to be wearing all of his clothing. The earlier Pasuk that focuses in just on these three begadim of the Kain Gadol is talking about before any service, before he does anything, just by walking into the holy area, he needs to be wearing um, these three items of clothing because these three items of clothing accomplish something just by being worn. So this actually has a difference in a very practical um, basis in halacha. Let's take the example of a Kain Gadol who all he did is he walked into the holy space and he was missing the proper, let's say, michnasayim, right, or the proper avnit. If all he did was walk in and walk out and it wasn't yet time to do any sheros, it wasn't yet any time to do service, he would not necessarily be chayv misa. But if he walked in and out of the holy space and he was missing his me'il, or he was missing his chayshen, or he was missing his aphid, these three garments, just wearing them is significant, and so in that case he would be chayv misa. So what we see here is that there's a, a unique quality to those three garments specifically, that they do something, they accomplish something, and that accomplishment is accomplished just by being worn. What does this have to do with the deeper meaning of the kaihanim, of the kaingadol specifically, and the way that they connect us to the Ebeshtar? So let's jump to Ice Tess. The Yesh Leimar, Rashi. Let's see, what's the deeper message that Rashi is bringing us here? These two areas when it comes to the Kain Gadol. One is just the fact that he walks into the holy place. That's specifically connected to the three garments of the Me'il, the Chayshen, and the Ephod. Chayshen, Ephod, and Me'il. And then there is level two, right, that he has to actually do the Avaida, right? He does the actual service. Then he has to do it with Alash Then he has to do with all eight garments. So these two levels correspond to of what the Kain Gadol is accomplishing by the Jewish people. What is a Kain Gadol? And it's not just a Kain Gadol, but all the Kainanim in the Beis HaMikdash. Their job is to be a Shliach on behalf of the Jewish people. They are connecting the Jewish people when the Kayin does his Avaida, when the Kayin Gadol does his Avaida, they are connecting the Jewish people to the Abishtar. The Jewish people connect to the Abishtar in two ways. The first way, Aleph, one way that we connect to the Ebeshter is through our actions. What do we do? Through the Avaida that we do, the Torah we learn, the mitzvahs we accomplish. Like Chazal say, I was created for the goal of serving Hashem. So when a Kayin does the service in the Beis HaMikdash, he's highlighting, he's bringing out the connection that the Jewish people have with the Ebeshter by serving Hashem. But then there is another way that the Jewish people are connected to the Abishtar. And the other way Yidin are connected to the Abishtar base is the Yidin Mitzadzeir Etzem Mitzias. 
Seinem Banav Adaravada von Ebeshtem. We just are. Just by being who we are. We are Hashem's sons. We are Hashem's servants. Before we've accomplished anything, nach eder just by being who we are. And the Rebbe brings her in the brackets, references another sicha that we actually did a while ago about the Yidim being compared to a, a hidden treasure of the king. And how when we talk about a hidden treasure of the king, it's not a treasure that the king takes out and uses. It's just a treasure that the king has. Just by being who we are, that already is significant to Hashem. And so the same thing was true when it came to the Avedah of the Kain Gadol. The Kain Gadol had to bring out both of these in Yanim. The first thing he had to do was just by walking into the Kaidesh. And when he walked into the Kaidesh, he brought all the Yidin with him. And they were remembered before Hashem. And Hashem was in tune, was connecting to the idea that Yidin just are special to Hashem. And then there is the second Indian. The second Indian is, second Indian is the Avaid of the Kain Gadol. That he does special service. And that special service connects the Yidin to connects the part of the Yidin that serve the Eidishtar. So now we can appreciate the three specific garments that the Kayin had to wear just when he would walk into the Kaidesh. What do those th- these three specific garments correspond to? The Chayshen, the Eifaid, and the Me'yom. So this is where we get to say, how fortunate are we that we get to be the Rebbe's Chassidim. Because in the mix-up world that we live in, people could have very, very different ideas. But here the Rebbe is going to show us so clearly the correct perspective that we have to have. What are these three different garments? These three different garments in Isid Aleph on page 188, the Rebbe explains, correspond to the three different levels of the Jewish people. What are the three different types of Yidim? So now we can appreciate the connection of the Kayin Gadol walking into the Kaidesh to these three garments. What does the Kayin Gadol do when he walks in? It has nothing to do with your Avaida. It has nothing to do with your level. It has nothing to do with how much you've accomplished. It's just the fact that you are Hashem's precious Yid. Just you have arrived, right? You are here before Hashem. So let's see how the Chayshen, the Eifad, and the Me'il correspond to these ideas. Because these three garments correspond to every type of Jew. Let's start first with the Chayshen and the Eifad. If Avne HaChayshen VaHaEifad on the stones of the Chayshen and the Eifad, Zaynegeven Uiskekritz Shemas Bnei Yisrael were engraved the names of the Jewish people. So this corresponds to higher level Jews, our part of ourselves that's in a higher place, where it's clearly seen our name, our identity as Jewish people is obvious and clear. And it's so clear that it's engraved. And within this idea of having the engraven name of the Jewish people, we have two levels. We have the level of the Chayshen, and we have the level of the Ephite. What's the difference between them? The Chayshen sat on the heart of Aaron. So that's referring to a level of a Yid where his Jewish identity is so clear that it has become his very being, his whole heart functions according to his Jewish identity. What does he kachin? What is he excited about? What does he have a geshmakin? Where is his heart at? 
his heart is clearly connected to his Jewish identity. So a Yid who has already transformed his Nefesh Bahamas, who has already transformed his Midas, and he's already, you know, obviously functioning according to that clear name, his clear name as a Jewish person. That would be the symbol of the Cheshen. And then you have those Yidin who are Eifoid Yidin. What level are they at? They're like the apron. And by the apron, the name of the Jewish person was on the shoulders or more going towards the back. What are we talking about here? We're talking about a person who still is dealing with struggles. In other words, he still has crazy thoughts come into his mind and different tithes and his, his anger, his mitis get out of control, whatever it might be. And he pulls himself back in. He breaks himself. He's doing the avayda of Iskafia. He struggles with the Indian of Iskafia, and that's the symbol of the names of the Jewish people being more further towards the back. But still, this person you know, rises up to the occasion, and you can still see his clear name, I am a Jew, right, engraved in his function, that he's, he reigns himself back in, he might have a taiva, he might have a negative mita come through, he might have a certain moment of whatever it is, but he reigns himself back in, and he, you know, stands by his Jewish identity, and he functions as a yid. So that's so far our chayshen and our aphid. Who's the me'il? And the me'il is connected to those lower levels of Yidin. What are these lower levels of Yidin? You can't clearly see their Jewish identity. You don't see the name B'nai Yisrael. But what was hanging off of the bottom of the me'il? Off the bottom of the eel was hanging pomegranates, was hanging reminim. And that symbol of the reminim is you may find a Jew and you may look at him and say, what an empty person. This person has nothing to him. He's, 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 he's not functioning as a Yid. And you should know that even those who seem to be empty are meleim mitzvahs karimayim, are full of mitzvahs like the remain. That's the symbol of the me'il. That you may meet a yid who when you first look at him, you don't necessarily see his greatness. He's so special. He's incredible. And I have to tell you that you know, if, if, we, if we stand up on our high horse and we judge people, we're, we're really not functioning like the kind of But if we take a few minutes and we just take a little bit of time and we get to see how precious are Hashem's Jewish people, we can literally be just blown away, just mind-boggled by how special the Jewish people are. You know, I, I get to see this all the time, Baruch Hashem, working in the high school, and we have these girls, and you, know, you could judge them this way and that way, and you look at their report cards and, and, their, and their dress code marks and their behavior marks and their this marks and their that marks. It's Shtusim Vavalim. Have one conversation with one of these kids and you will see Malayim Mitzvahs Karimayin. They are so incredible. They are so special. And this was the message of the Kain Gadol. Take a look at the last two paragraphs towards the bottom page 188. And what does the Kain Gadol have to do? He has to take all of the categories of Jews with him when he goes into the Kaidesh. That is how we have this remembrance before the Abishter. And therefore we warn the Kayin Gadol, don't go into the Kaidesh lacking even one of these Begadim. Because Because in order for we for in order for the Jewish people to re, to be remembered as Hashem's special people, we need all types of Yidin. Umvenes felt, top of page 189, by Der Knisa Yidin, felt the other in Der Pu'ulaf and Der Knisa. Then you're missing, you're lacking. The whole going into holiness isn't really happening if we're leaving some Jews behind. 
weil der sie karen wie his achtes von jedem mit den ebesten ist nicht talking his chakus sie nimmt um alle jeden keachad because our oneness with Hashem there's no differentiations all jeden are one when we are one with Hashem ubemela wenn wenn man tellt uis a jeden felt der inyan so if we separate one Jew out and we start differentiating and saying oh you you're not in the you're not in the category of going into the holy space then the whole inyan is lacking. And we all know from the Mimer of Atatatzava, how towards the end of the Mimer, the Rebbe explains that if Moshe is really Atatatzava, if Moshe is really connecting the Abishter to the Jewish people, then Atatatzava is B'nai Yisrael, then he's also connecting one Yid to another Yid. When we are one united force and we include all Yidin together, that's how we are really connecting to Hashem. So this is our Hayra. Thus, Darf Zayna Hayra, Faryed and Rav, Every one of us, in anyone who's any type of position of leadership, a rav, someone who you know, gives guidelines of how things have to be run, again, whether in our schools, in our Chabad houses, in our communities, whatever setting we are able to have a hashba, in our families, etc., etc. Remember, we need all the yidin together. If you're going to meet a Jew, it doesn't matter where he's up to. Maybe he's a Chayshen Yid. Maybe he's an Eifoid Yid. Maybe he's even a Me'il Yid. The first thing you have to know, let's first do the remembrance. Who are you? Let's make note of who you really are. He has a soul that is one with Hashem that was drawn down from Hashem's thoughts, from Hashem's Chachma. Don't leave him out. Bring him in, like the Kayin Gadol, who walks in with all three of these garments into the holy place. And who accomplishes this? For, from, from whom do we get the strength to be able to do this? This is accomplished by the Kayin Gadol of our generation. By connecting ourselves to the Tzadikim, to the Tzadikim, to the Tzadikim, and of course for us, we know that means our Rebbe. Because by connecting to these Tzadikim, by connecting to the Rebbe, we are connecting to Hashem. Because by connecting this more simple Jew to the Tzaddik, that Yid's Neshama gets connected back to its original source, back to the Ebeshtar. And there's no type of Yid that should or should not be part of that category. Every type of Jew belongs in that category. So that's the first thing we have to do. You meet a Yid, and you take a look at him, and you say, you? You don't belong in the Kadesh, right? You get kicked out, or you're not going to be included, or you're not the type, or whatever other ways that we categorize people and judge people. The first thing you have to know is bring him in, connect him. Bring him and connect him to the Rabbah, connect him to his Jewish identity, connect him to the specialness of his neshama. After you've done that, then you could start to do the Avaidah. So you remember, the Kayin Gadol has two things. First, he just has to walk in. After you've walked in, and you've walked in with all the different types of Yidim, then he can start his service in the Mikdash. And what's the idea of the service? Then you can start to do the work. 
the details of what the person has to deal with. First and foremost, to help him bring, come to a place of atonement. Look at the Rebbe's expression here. They take off those negative things that, that got sticky to him. It's not who he is. Certain negative things got stuck onto him. So we have to remember who is the Yid. The Yid is something special. The Yid is the Ebeshter is tied akind. We have to bring him into the Kaidesh. Once we bring him into the Kaidesh, then we can start to work with him. And then we can make Sihiros Besormeira, Hesafa Bevase Taiv, being more careful with certain things, adding certain inyanim, and that's how we work with the Yid. So let's stop for a minute on today's day, on Purim Katan, a day when the Rebbe gave us the Maimur Vata to remember how important it is to connect all Yidin and all parts of ourselves to the Rebbe, to the Rebbe's vision, how the Rebbe views each one of us as a holy, precious, special, dear child of the Abishdar. And no matter what we may or may not be doing, no matter what this other person who we meet may or may not be doing, we have to remember how precious and special he is, and we have to bring them all in together. And especially now when we find ourselves in a time when, you know, Yidin are being threatened with outside voices, now more than ever, we all have to be looking at one another as being worthy precious special Jews. I'm sure you've all seen the, um, the clip of the young man who was on his way to that rave concert and he was uh, performing the Lakai Neshama as he's going. I mean, it just, it just captures it all, just to see how precious and dear is every single Yid. Full of so much goodness, full of so much preciousness. And when we stand with that kind of mindset, all Yidin together, that's how we are remembered before Hashem as His dear and precious children. And through us doing the spiritual Aveda of putting on the clothing of the Kain Gadol, the spiritual Aveda of put on your Chayshen, put on your Ephod, and put on your Me'il. Put on every type of Jew. Bring them all into the Kaidesh. And by us doing that, that's how we're going to be able to have the physical clothing of the Kain Gadol. With the coming of Mashiach, Tekef, Umiyad, Mamish. Oh, Come on, Anthony, tell me you love this one, right? I loved it. I I'm so excited that I sat down and wrote notes. Thank you so much. Right? Ashrenu Matayv Chalkeinu. Yes. I don't even know how people, like, how do you see it a different way? It's so special. I know. I know. We're, we're very, very lucky. All right. Have a good Shabbos. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you. Bye.